0: Hello and welcome to the Get Transformed podcast of Transformation Christian Fellowship. We are so excited that you're tuning in and we hope that you will be empowered and transformed by the word of God.
1: I don't know who this is for, but you need to hear this. You need the direction for the year. Say, I'm ready to receive. I'm ready to receive the word of the Lord for 22. Hallelujah. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Lord, for this moment. We do not approach the word of the Lord in prophecy, God, just any old way. But we just say, God, that you would use this moment right now. Use this moment for your glory. May this moment propel us into the future as a church and as a people in the name of Jesus Christ. I decree and declare, God, this morning someone is about to get the language they need for their future. Someone's about to get the clarity that they need for their today. And so we thank you right now in the name of Jesus Christ as it pertains to what you will tell us, in Jesus' name, amen. Well, I'm so glad to be welcome to Vision Month. Vision Month. We do this every January. If you're new to, if you're new to TCF, we do Vision Month every January to start the year, because we seek God for what He is requiring of us as a church and individually in this year. And so, by the end of this month, we're going to ask you to fill out the vision board, fill out uh, the, to put, um, write out the vision board. Our, our digital vision board is on our website, and we're going to pray over it all of this year. And um, we're so glad about it. This year we're telling you what are the three things you will not underestimate about God in 22. And so I want you to make uh, make yourself available because we do pray on them and we pray over every year. All right, and so not only this, but every first Sunday of the year, I give the prophetic word for 22. I mean, well, I give the prophetic year for every year but this year we're giving it for 2022 and so i'm so glad about that and i believe god has some things to say in 2020 i declared that this decade i said the decade of the 20s will be one of unbelievable and unpredictable possibilities and we are seeing the fulfillment of that on 20 in 2020 i stood in in Silver Spring, and I prophesied that even in that year that the election would be very unpredictable. If you don't take my word for it, you can go on our YouTube channel, you can find it, it says, who have seen such things? We said it then, 21, I declared that the righteous would, the that the wrongs would be made right in 21. And by result of that, we saw the convictions in the Ahmaud Berry case as well as George Floyd. What I'm telling you is, is when God speaks, it happens. And so I'm telling you right now that you wanna, again, I'm I'm setting the scene for this because some people think, oh, that's phony. No, watch the videos. And then also prophesied last year that we would be in a building by the end of 21. And that happened just as we said it would, as God said it wouldn't. So we are setting the scene for it this year. And um, I believe God has something to say. Before I start the conversation, I must take you to 1 Corinthians 13 verse nine. It is not my base scripture, but it's something that I'm referencing. It says, for we know in part and we prophesy in part. And so when I say that I'm giving you the word of the Lord for 2022, I am saying that I am giving you a part, a part prophesying in part of what I believe God is speaking to the House of Transformation Christian Fellowship. I am not saying that I am the only one who has the word of the Lord for the year. I am prophesying in part along with my other counterparts in the body of Christ so that we may join into the concert, that we may be singing the same thing. It may not be the same exact word, but there is similarities all throughout. And so I believe that I will be joining in this morning to the concert of my other brothers and sisters who, who, who are real uh, about the word of the Lord of 2022 and joining with the other prophets to, um, to declare over this year. Another thing about prophecy before I get into it is that God is not going to contradict himself. Prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. And so uh, we want you to understand that and then we do not prophesy uh, uh, apart on our own accord, but we prophesy as the scripture, as the scripture is the basis about how, of how we uh, release then the word of the Lord. God will not counter His word. Everything about prophet about the prophetic will be sealed in His word. And so I have an assignment and I have to get to it very quickly because there's some things I have to do. Number one, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a prophetic snapshot or a prophetic overview concerning the year. Then I'm going to give you five prophetic commands or statements that God has given me for this year. And then I'm going to end it on why God has given us this word for 2022. I have a little bit of time to do it. So pray for me so I can get through it. Zechariah 8:6 6 is the word of which we're gonna get this out of, but I want you to hold it, hold Zechariah 8:6 6 uh, for me, but I just want you to listen. Let me first start off by giving you a prophetic overview or a landscape of the year. I'm good now. So let me first start off by this. If you have a pen and paper you may want to write down what I'm about to tell you. All right. So let me give you a prophetic snapshot into 2022 and not just this year, but for what is, what is ahead. Number one, the Lord began to show me, so the Lord showed me how 2022 will be a year of increased innovation and groundbreaking discoveries in, the, in, in, um, in science. Specifically, biomedical, specifically the biomedical field. Lord begin to say the relevance of this is that there's going to be certain discoveries that will try to uh, diminish him being the creator. And so while there will be great discoveries, while there will be groundbreaking discoveries, you're going to hear about it in the biomedical field, as well as not only that, but in the medical field itself, there's going to be a breakthrough discovery. And this is going to be, it's going to be unbelievable how we start seeing ourselves transition out of this pandemic time. And so I want you to be on alert, I want you to be on guard that 2022 we're gonna see increased innovation. I'm not gonna, I'm not saying it's new, I'm saying innovation and groundbreaking discoveries we're gonna see an increase in. They're already making certain breakthroughs even right now as it pertains to artificial intelligence and how they are able to do certain things artificially Whereas though you're going to start seeing that by towards the end of the decade, towards the end of the decade, mark my words, you're going to see how certain things artificially, uh, artificial uh, rumblings of, 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 of different things that you could do genetically in the biomedical field as it pertains to birth. I want you to hear me. I want you to hear me and hear me good, that you're going to start seeing things where we can start uh, genetically doing things in the seed of a, uh, in the seed uh, in, in the woman's womb to kind of genetically engineer a child the way that we would want them to be. Which in turn would try to man tries to interfere in God's process. So I want you to see how we're gonna start seeing that this year, the increased innovation is gonna set the ground for it to come. Number two, I'm gonna give you a prophetic warning about where we're about to enter into. Ladies and gentlemen, God has given me a decree to warn the people about virtual realities and augmented reality, how we must be careful. A lot of you have been hearing in the news or may have heard or in the social media world that, uh, that uh, Facebook is changing their names to meta. And hearing these buzzwords uh, called the metaverse and different universes or digital uh, currency or digital uh, 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 real estate, all of this stuff, right? And so, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to stand in front of this desk and speak down on the innovation that is here among us. However, what God is telling me to do is to caution us as a people. And the caution is, ladies and gentlemen, and this is what the Lord has said, is that the enemy is going to use this to have a greater imprint on the minds of people through virtual worlds and augmented reality. Ladies and gentlemen, we are moving to a season where fantasy will become something that people see as reality. And people are going to have a hard time trying to decipher what is real and what is not. The Lord spoke to me and he said that in the coming years, we will see an increase. We will see increased levels of psychiatric warfare because what happens, what happens if the world you created is not your reality. People, ladies and gentlemen, are going to come into a place and wrestle with their. Oh my God! Let me tell you something. These uh, the, the world that we're moving to that the that 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 it's going to rapidly is going to wrap up a uh, uh, mental health. Not mental health in the way you think it the mental health and, and the challenge of mental health as we move forward in this thing is when people perceive fantasy as their reality. And the and the danger of of this is is that fan you can create whatever you want in fantasy, but it doesn't stop life from being life. ladies and gentlemen you can't escape reality and virtual worlds cannot help you escape reality matter of fact let me tell you something in China ladies and gentlemen there is a there is a machine almost similar to the oculus whereas though that there was a woman that was able to had her Oh, my God. Her child that had died in all in oh my God, in a virtual space saying, hey, mommy, I miss you. And what happened is, is that this woman started breaking down in crying because in the in virtual in this virtual realm, she's seeing her daughter again. And here's the issue here. Here's where the issue lies is that begins to mess with the psyche. The psyche of a human individual. That while, yeah, we miss those who have gone on, but what happens in virtual space if you can continue to connect with them? Now, ladies and gentlemen, the demonic warfare is moving just from tarot cards or mediums saying, I can bring my child back. Now it's coming through virtual space. Freeze it, freeze it. And you may be saying, Brandon, this sounds. It's happening right now. All I'm telling you is he that has an ear, let him hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying to the church. And what I'm telling us as a church that we have to use all spaces of that is available for us to continue to press forward the message of hope and the message of Jesus. But what I'm also telling us is don't you get caught up so much in fantasy. In the sense, now let me be careful because we do have an imagination and there's nothing wrong with imagination. The problem is, is when we start allowing, uh, creating worlds, I could be anything in any world. Let me also help you understand something about what is the metaverse. Facebook is not the metaverse. Facebook has changed their name to Meta to be a part of this massive digital universe. That there's different worlds that exist. And I can choose to either be myself as an avatar or I could be somebody else. We have social media now. But this is the transition. Transition from it just being Facebook, Instagram, now we get to come into a different space. It's the introduction and we are on the top of it. Now, as I stated again in in the year of 2020, that we are in the beginnings of the biggest industrial revolution of our time that is led by artificial intelligence, blockchains, virtual reality, and web 3.0 platforms. You may not understand all of this right now, but you're being introduced to it slowly and slowly but surely. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the Lord showed me that we are in the beginnings of one of the biggest wealth transfers of our time. That the wealth God is 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 God is transferring the wealth. That wealth, ladies and gentlemen, where it felt like it was just reserved for those who always been spoon fed, it seems to me that God is allowing wealth to come back to where it, oh my God, to give regular people a chance to create wealth. However, I must give you a caution this morning, ladies and gentlemen, that by the end of this decade, we will see a greater social and economic disparity between now and 2030. The Lord told me that there, because of this wealth transfer, there will still be a great social and economic disparity between now and 2030. Now, this is what the Lord began to unpack. And let me tell you something. I'm going to bring a disclaimer. Bring me here. I want to bring a disclaimer. What I'm about to tell you is not financial advice. I'm going to make this clear. What I'm telling you is educational, so you can use for however you're going to use it. The Lord began to speak to me concerning all of these new things that are arising. And what I'm trying to tell you is, and this is why I said you need to listen to what the Lord is saying to us. You better do research Right now, as it pertains to the different financial uh, uh, opportunities that are there, that wealth can be created. Because here's what I'm telling you: by the end of 2030, excuse me, by the by the time 2030 gets here, we are going to start seeing what we're going to start seeing the middle class kind of fizzle out because of what's happening. Let me tell you something right now, and I don't like putting things on it, but this is what I heard, and this is the conviction that I have. The truth of the matter is is this. We need to do research, and let me speak to my community for a second because we speak to numerous amount of people, but let me speak to my community, the African-American community. Sometimes we are last to get connected to certain things because of our skepticism. And a lot of that is because of, you know, because, hey, (laughs) of, 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 of slavery and those types of things. But let me tell you something. Do not be last as it pertains to what God is trying to do with the transferring of wealth and not do enough education on there's too many platforms out right now opportunities let me tell you something let me tell you something now that uh uh, the lord with people say how we're going to get to one world currency as it's predicted in the end times god is doing it right now and you don't see it the dollar is changing everything is becoming digital there are digital currencies such as bitcoin different things like that i'm not telling you to invest in it i'm telling you do your research what i'm saying to you is these things are the uh, these things god is bringing a wave in because it's setting up the bigger picture in god's in, in god's eternal plan and what I'm telling us as believers is that the wealth is the wealth of the right, the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous, and you can experience the, the, this wealth transfer. But you got to do your research and put yourself in the position. Yeah, you have to put yourself in position. I'm talking to everybody under the sound of my voice. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how young you are, there are millionaires being created at 18 years old because of these new opportunities, all because of research. And what I'm telling us now, ladies and gentlemen, and hear me, and hear me good, you have to put yourself in position they're digital worlds, digital real estate. They're talking about, like, by the end, by the time 2030, they said that the metaverse will be a $2.5 trillion business. Uh, my God. A trillion dollar business. Oh excuse me. A, tri- 2.5, uh, a trillion. $2.5 uh, uh, trillion. Um, my God. Uh, uh, worth. Um, excuse me. A $2.5 trillion industry. Wow. That's what they're saying. And that is to say that there is money to be had. But we have to hear what God is saying and position ourselves to receive the transfer. If you believe that, say, I'm ready to receive the transfer. Come on, put it in the chat section. Say, I'm positioning myself for the transfer. This transfer ain't going to come overnight and you just going to wait. Oh, I'm waiting for checks in the mail. Let me tell you something. I'm not praying for no checks in the mail. I'm praying to position myself to receive the checks in the mail. They're not going to just show up randomly. You got to position yourself and you, you, you position yourself through the research and asking the Holy Spirit, is this a wise investment? Is this a wise investment? <clears throat> Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, let me transition us here. I hope this is, is I hope this is opening your eyes. Let me transition now to five prophetic commands and statements that the Lord has given me to share with you. 2022, ladies and gentlemen, in the word of the Lord for 2022 is never underestimate. I want you to put that in the chat section. Say the word of the Lord for 22 is never underestimate. Never underestimate. Never underestimate. Here's five things that the Lord told me. That you need to take heed of. Here it is. Number one, never underestimate the divine wisdom and guidance of God in this year. The Lord said that there's critical things that you need to take heed to specifically in this year. Because of what I am setting you up for and what I am requiring of you. I want us to go to James 3 verse 17. James 3 verse 17. I'm moving. James 3, verse 17, it reads like this. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits without partiality and without hypocrisy. So what I'm telling what James is telling us is the wisdom of God can be trusted. Matter of fact, the wisdom of God, and that's why I say you need to seek God for the wisdom because in this year to position yourself for the wealth transfer, you need to hear that number one, his wisdom is pure. Number two, his wisdom brings peace. Number three, his wisdom is gentle. And guess what? It's willing to yield. That means it yields a return. Y'all ain't trying to help. And then here it is. It's full of mercy. That God's wisdom is merciful. It's merciful and good fruits. And it's full of good fruits. And it's without partiality. See, you can talk to God and he's not going to give you no partial. He, he's not going to be uh, partial about the wisdom he, he's given. He's not going to be like, oh, because it's Pastor Brandon, I'm going to give him more wisdom than you. No, 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 no. God don't work like that. God, he's no respecter of persons. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He's no respecter of persons. And so the same God that I pray to for wisdom is willing to give it to you, but you got to ask. You got to ask the God whose wisdom is pure, it's peaceable, it's gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits without partiality and without hypocrisy. God cannot contradict himself. He cannot contradict himself. He's not full of hypocrisy like us. So God's wisdom can be trusted. Number two, the Lord says to us in this year. He's saying about never underestimate. He said never underestimate delayed doors. I've been trying to figure out why is it that we haven't? While we have our building, we've been going through all of that stuff, and the Lord's saying, do not underestimate delayed doors. Delayed doors does not mean that they've been that your opportunity has been denied. Sometimes there are reasons for delays and that delay, ladies and gentlemen, is working a greater good in your life. You don't understand, ladies and gentlemen, that the reason why there's certain things that are being delayed because you don't know what God is doing behind the scenes to fight for you. You don't know the battles that are in front that. Oh, my God. Let me tell you something. While we live in the seen world, there is an unseen world that we can't see. And oh, my God, in this unworld, in this unseen world that we can't see, there are, oh, my God, there are principalities and wickedness. But there are also the, oh, my God, the angels of the light that fight on our behalf and there's some things that are being delayed in our lives not because god said no is that god is letting
0: certain things play out so that he can push it at the right time at the appointed time jesus delay was not a delay he was not denying
1: or oh my god denying is coming but he delayed it for a reason Because there is a fullness of time. There is a time. There's a chaotic moment in time. Oh my God, where purpose and destiny. Oh my God, will collide.
0: And it will be the right moment. Don't you get frustrated about the delay. Don't you get frustrated. Because time is going to kick and tick And you're still waiting for it. Though the vision may tarry. Wait. Oh my God, help me in here. Wait for it. Because when it comes, it will not tarry.
1: I gotta move number three number three the Lord's saying in this year he said never underestimate your opponent the devil he says give him 2nd Corinthians chapter 2 verse 11 like I said I'm giving you everything out of scripture and I'm gonna bring this all to an end in a moment hear me are you still are you tracking with me concerning the word of the lord for 22 it says it here it says lest satan should take advantage of us for we are not ignorant of his devices the lord told me he said in 2022 he says do not underestimate the level of pushback from demonic forces because of the level of acceleration i the lord will cause for tcf But here's what he said. He says, but Brandon, he said, tell him, don't get frustrated. But he said, I put a hedge around you. Look at somebody say, I'm not going to be afraid of the terror by night. Hallelujah. Oh, my God in here. Uh Oh, God. Psalm 139. Psalm 139 verse 5. Psalm 139 verse 5. The Lord is saying, don't you underestimate the level of pushback. Because here's what people don't understand about favor. That sometimes when you are favored by God, it comes with some opposition. It comes with some, oh, my God, trying to oppose. Oh, my God the level of acceleration and favor that's upon your life and you're trying to wonder as I was been wondering as the year was closing god why am I facing such pushback why am I facing such oh my god seems like it's taking so much because Brandon I'm I'm pushing
0: this thing I'm pushing it through but the issue is is that you can't underestimate that with favor comes divine opposition It comes with opposition. Hey, oh my God, God told me he said Nehemiah was favored, but it didn't mean that he didn't have opposition. Joshua was favored, but it didn't mean he didn't have opposition. Oh my God, you can be favored and know that opposition is there, but rest assured, victory has
1: already been claimed. Hallelujah. Psalm 139 verse 5. Psalmist says, you have hedged me behind and before and laid your hand upon me. Yes. I don't know about you, but in 2022, <laughs> let I me mean, tell you something don't don't you get frustrated look at somebody says he's a hedge oh my god he's a hedge and guess what his hand is
0: upon me he said the psalmist said God laid his hand upon me and when God's hand is upon you God got you hedge he said I'm hedge behind and he's hedge in front of me and so as I'm moving ahead God
1: has a divine protection there Oh my God. Can I help somebody? Can I help somebody? Hallelujah. Job had a hedge around him. How do I know Job had a hedge around him? Because when the devil came to have a conversation with God, hallelujah, he said, you wouldn't allow me to touch Job. You got protection
0: around him. Hallelujah. Hey, Job was favored. But oh my God, and he had a hedge around him. And so what God had to do is he had to remove his hedge. Oh my god he had to remove his hedge around job to allow the enemy to then attack him
1: hallelujah but let me tell you something but though god may have removed the hedge he still kept Job. hallelujah Ah,
0: he can come for you but guess what hallelujah he can only do so much
1: oh my god hallelujah Hear me, hear me, I gotta move, I gotta move. Number four, number four, the Lord said to me, he said, tell them never underestimate how I will be able to work through them. He says, let me tell you something. that is for those of you who are going to receive this. He says, listen here. He says, the Lord spoke to me. He said that 2022 will be one of your most productive years that you have seen. Hallelujah. If you receive that right now, come on, put your hands on it. Come on. If you receive that, 2022 will be one of your most productive years it would be when you look at oh my god when you get to december 31st of 22 you're going to flail. you're going to say to yourself wow how did i
0: do all of this it wasn't you who did it it was god empowering you to do oh my god for his
1: good pleasure oh my god ephesians 3 20 Ephesians three twenty says now to him who is able to do exceedingly here it is abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us hallelujah that he oh my god by the time you get to the end of this year you're gonna see that it's under him who was able to do the exceedingly with my hands
0: look at your hands and say god you anointed my hands look at your feet and say god you anointed my feet lay hands on your head and say god you anointed my mind for creativity. I decree and declare 2022 will be one of your most productive years you have ever seen. Productive in your home, productive in your business, productive in your workforce. It's going to be productive.
1: This will not be a down year yeah. hear me Philippians two thirteen. Philippians 2 13 says for God is working in you giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him yes. Whew, God I help me hallelujah see what's gonna make your year productive is not you getting outside of the will of God I let me start right stop right here and park my tent God ain't gonna allow you to be productive in your mess he's saying I need you to be I'm gonna enable you to do of my goodwill of my pleasure and let me tell you something that's why you need to seek God as it pertains to what you need to do because guess what you're gonna be very busy not productive busyness does not mean productive uh does not mean productivity you can be busy all you want to and still ain't accomplish nothing
0: but the reality of the matter is God is looking for the quality of what you're
1: producing hallelujah ha. ah. and guess what you can try to manifest it outside of God's will and you ain't gonna have no power for it
0: hey, cuz you can't bring up God's good pleasure doing your own
1: Uh, sell that in a book sell that put that on your social media hallelujah the danger of manifesting things out of your own strength hallelujah and that's why you'll feel tired but let me tell you something
0: when you're doing this in this year when you're productive you're gonna do it with ease it's gonna be a ease that come upon you because you know what you oh
1: my god you know the will of god All right, I got to move because we got to go. Listen, number five, the Lord said, never underestimate. Ah, yes, Lord. Never underestimate how far being found faithful will take you. The Lord spoke to me last year about faithfulness. And God is not blessing the unfaithful. God is looking for those in this year, hear me, and those who have been remaining steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. And let me tell you something, I sense that people are teeter-tottering with trying to remain faithful because they don't see the fruit of faithfulness. Hallelujah, let me tell you something, God is not like your secular job. Don't you take your frustration out because they're not seeing what you're doing and make it seem like God ain't seeing what you're doing let me tell you something god sees and guess what at the appointed time i know you've been waiting but let me tell you something when god finds you to be faithful let me tell you something what the positions that you thought you should have had God have you skip the line
0: oh my god to an even greater pay scale because he didn't found you faithful
1: I'm talking to every church leader I'm talking to every person that got a dream I'm talking to every person who feel they got a call from God to do a particular thing and you saying that it seems insignificant right now but I came to prophesy over you and tell you do not despise your small beginnings because that's what they are they're small beginnings hallelujah
0: but those beginnings of faithfulness is working in you oh my God an eternal glory and you better understand that God is not like man. that this is how the kingdom of God works the kingdom of God operates with the currency of faith and oh my God let me tell you something it's just not the faith to believe that God oh my God to come to him in salvation but it's also the currency of favor faith. that faithfulness is what is the promotion of the believer that faithfulness is how you get promoted and that's being faithful over the a little because that the scripture says that if your faith for over a few God will make you a ruler over many
1: oh my god help me in here uh, hallelujah uh first samuel 26 verse 23 come on first first samuel chapter 26 verse 23 here it is reads it says may the lord repay Every man for his righteousness and his faithfulness for the Lord delivered you into my hand, but I will not stretch out my hand against the Lord's anointing. This is the power of this text, the power of this verse, ladies and gentlemen is that Saul had been trying to kill David hallelujah he had been trying to kill David but guess what it didn't succeed because guess what God had a hedge on David because God oh my god he was oh God, David was God's chosen one <laughs> for the job. Let, let me help you something. Let me help you. And guess what? Even though he had a chance to kill Saul because God had delivered him into his hands, he said, guess what? I'm not going to touch you because you still are knowing it. I'm still going to be faithful and wait my turn. But here's what I'm going to say.
0: May the Lord, oh my God, repay every man for his righteousness and his faithfulness. That guess what? You may have tried to kill me Saw. But guess what? God is gonna repay me for doing what's right. God is gonna repay me for being faithful. Let me tell you something the reward of heaven is faithfulness. Hallelujah. And that's how we overcome it is by remaining faithful. There lies up a crown of righteousness for the faithful. Oh, my God, help me in here. I don't know who may have been feeling like I've been feeling like I've been getting mistreated. I've been feeling like I've been getting abused. I've been feeling like this will never pay off. Let me tell you something. God's going to repay. Put it in the chat and say God's about to repay. For every righteous deed, for every faithful deed, God will repay. If man don't reward you, God will. If man don't recognize you, God will. I need God's recognition. Because guess what? I can become the first. Oh my God, the first shall be last. And the last shall be first. God will repay.
1: My God in here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Proverbs 28 verse 20. Proverbs 20 verse... Proverbs 28 verse 20. I got to move. Proverbs 28 verse 20 says, a faithful man will abound with blessings. That's all you need to hear. Hallelujah. But he who hastens to to be rich will not go unpunished. Hear me. It says a faithful man will abound with blessings. A faithful man. It didn't say your fickleness will abound in blessing. Let me tell you something. God ain't trying to bless the fickle. He's trying to bless the faithful. And guess what? If you got, oh my God, here's a warning to you. If you're being black, oh my God, if you're trying to be gray with God, God is a God of black and white. What I mean by that is it's either black or is it white?
0: It's a, it's no, there's no gray area with God. You got to make a decision. Either you going to be a Christianist, oh my God, believer, or someone who professes a, or you're going to be a doer of the word of God and those who will do will
1: experience the blessing of God. God is done with your fickleness. He's done with you being fickle. You want to keep being fickle? Guess what? You're going to keep getting fickle results. That's, right. That's, right. That's why your relationship fickle because you fickle. That's why your money's fickle, because you fickle. The moment you get in alignment with God, you will start to abound in the riches of glory that he he has available for you. Hallelujah. We prophesy the faithful will move up in the front of the line. We prophesy that the labor of the faithful will not be in vain in 2022. If you receive that, put it in the comment section. Say amen. Why? Why then? Is this the word of the Lord for 22? Go with me now to Zechariah 8:6. <coughs> As I conclude this. Zechariah 8:6. <coughs> Zechariah 8.6. I'm going to conclude here. New Living Translation. This is what the Lord of Heaven's army says. All this may seem impossible to you now. A small remnant of God's people. But is it impossible for me? Says the Lord of Heaven's army. I have told you what is to come that I believe I heard from the Lord. I've told you the five prophetic commands and statements that will you will see be done in this year to tell you to never underestimate because God will do this. If you, if you don't do this, God will do this. I, I've I pretty much told you what the Lord has said. But for some of you, you may seem like this is too good to be true. For some of you, you may feel like this is too good to be true. And said, Brandon, we still in the pandemic. Pastor Brandon, Omicron is spe- spreading like a wildfire. They're predicting They're going to be a possible economic shutdown and, 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 and another shutdown possibly if this thing don't get under control. This, there's boosters and there's all of this stuff that's going on and this don't seem... To be true. What I'm telling you is God is not, God don't, God knows what's happening. Nothing of this is catching them by surprise. But God is saying, It's really the onus is on you. Either you're gonna choose to live in fear or you're gonna choose to live in faith that's that, that's that no matter what's going on god's economy is not the world's economy and as the psalmist said i've never seen the righteous forsaken why is this verse so why is this verse the verse that god has given to say never underestimate you want to know why because judah was just like us i preached this division month but i didn't i didn't go here god said in verses one he says I am the Lord I am zealous for for Israel and the reason why God came to them like that because out of all of the years of exile from what the Babylonians had done and they got there because of their own disobedience by the way their city is ruined they don't have a home they've been living in exile And now the Persians are allowing them to go back and rebuild. And now they've been having opposition even in rebuilding. And what God is trying to tell them to get them to to move forward, despite what is challenging to them, despite the economics situation that they're in, and despite all of the struggle that they have been facing, he's saying, I'm zealous for Israel. The reason why God gives us prophecy is to let us know that he has not forgotten us. Yes. Hear me, he has not forgotten about you. He's zealous for you. Because he's saying this to us out of love. And God gives them like, "Oh, I'm going to restore them. You will you your old men and stuff, they will they will come back to the city." Things that seem to have gone lost will be rebuilt again. Infrastructure and industry will come back again. It will flourish again. But here's what happened, ladies and gentlemen. Here's how they were. Is that these grand predictions about spiritual blessings and the repopulation of Jerusalem the people naturally raised concerns about the fulfillment of the Lord's word. Could these prophecies that appear as far-fetched and proclaimed, and, and, and proclaim, they, will they actually come to pass? Their hope had been deferred, devastating circumstances in their everyday world. Judah struggled to accept the word from God with faith. They struggle to receive this because of their everyday consequence, everyday experience that we're struggling. But the Lord is saying, do not underestimate. And here's in the underestimate. Here's what the Webster dictionary says to estimate as being less than the actual size, quantity or number, or this is the second one to place a low, to place too low a value on. And this is how the Lord illuminated everything from me. The Lord said to Brandon, the reason why this is the word of the Lord is because people are allowing their circumstances to place me too low of value because of what's going on and happening. Yeah. And similar to Judah, People are, they can't receive the word in faith because of their present day reality. Because they have magnified and they have glorified their reality of struggle over my divine sovereignty and providence. They have valued that this is just how life is going to be over the promises of God. And God said, I love you, Judah. I'm zealous for you to remind you, I ain't forgotten about you. Yeah, this was caused because of your disobedience, but this is what I'm going to do. And the reason why people underestimate God, and this is what the Lord said. This is what the Lord said. Put me right here. So the Lord said, the reason why they underestimate me, Brandon, is because they don't know me. you will underestimate what you don't know. You can be in the presence of an owner, but because he don't look like that, you will underestimate who that person is. People will look because this pandemic and what is what has not happened, you will underestimate that the God's promise still remain yeah. even in yeah. what's going on. But you underestimate what he can do because you don't know him. There's certain things we underestimate God in because we don't know him in that area or we're not well acquainted enough with him. And there's some who know me, Brandon, but they've got amnesia. Ain't yeah. I the God of the heavens and the earth? Ain't I God? Ain't I God who called everything into existence? Am I not the God Breathe. who breathed <laughs> life into you and I'm the God who is able to make all things abound unto you people have forgotten and the pandemic has time
0: to remind people I am the Lord and beside me there is no other and you got a choice to make TCF Nation you got a choice to make will you underestimate God or will you believe him will you choose to let life continue to go on and allow it to escape you or will you stand and say I believe God
1: in the midst of this
0: This is the choice that Judah had to make. Will we continue to rebuild our
1: city despite all that has happened? Will we rebuild? Or will we just crawl up and soak in our despair? And look, put, and underestimate the promises of God. If it sounds too far-fetched, then it is God. Sometimes it may sound outside of what we can see. And that's what makes him God. Because God is giving you something to hope for. For now faith is the substance. Oh my God, now faith is uh, the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things that are not seen. And though it may seem impossible, to man this seems. Jesus said, to man this seems impossible. But to me, all things are possible to those who believe and you cannot place too low of a value on what God can do in the midst of this and I prophesy to you that if you put God and honor him and put him on the value that he's supposed to be on if you value God by honoring him with your life and honoring him with all that you do you will begin to see these things manifest in your life this is not the time TCF to get way to to get wayward just because we are online right now this is not the time for you to lose hope this is not the time for you to look
0: at our present day realities and say that where is God God is here and God is saying to us to not underestimate me because I am that I am Moses said, who do you tell them that I speak to tell them I am has come look and put in that check and say I am is here and the I am has come down to now meet your need come on and praise the living God God is the God of the universe God is the God of all flesh Hallelujah, God is still exalted. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. We believe that this is the year that you do not never underestimate. That this is the year that the things that seem to be impossible, the unpredictable, the unbelievable possibilities, will be made manifest. If you believe it, say amen. This
1: is the year of me. Come on, let's pray, church. Come on, let's seal the word in prayer. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We
0: prophesy that days are still ahead. We prophesy to you that greater days are still ahead. We thank you for your generosity and for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. And remember, transformation starts
1: here.